이번 역은 서울역, 지하 서울역입니다. 내리실 문은 오른쪽입니다. 마모나크 서울의 기대스. This stop is. 여러분 Our resident Magne, he'll happily give you a PowerPoint presentation of why Red Velvet is the current generation's in sync. Alan Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing good. If you remember the last slide, I actually argued they're better than in sync oh, ever was. Yeah. So here we are. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that, that goes to show how I was not paying attention to your PowerPoint presentation. It's okay. You're busy trying to figure out which Pokemon I wear. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. But in general, how are you, how how have things been for you? Uh, not too bad. Uh, you know, just living life, uh, staying inside, and being a year older. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, we recorded this after, and this episode's coming out afterwards. So we want to give a big happy birthday to Alan Mark. So send send him all your love. Find find his Twitter account, and just bombard him with all your DMs. <laughs> yeah, and, sure. <laughs> and rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. Always willing to do right by us. He's both Alan Mark and my alt bias. <laughs> Stephen, how are you doing? Oh my god! Uh, oh, what an intro! I'm doing. I'm doing great. Um, I'm humbled after <laughs> hearing that. Uh, you know, as as of recording time, uh, I I am I eat dinner already, so I'm pretty full. But I am ready for a a, a second course. If you will, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, actually, wanted to. I have I have two kind of kind of updates for you guys. One's more important than the other. Is there maybe one you want to hear for first? More important or less important? Let's go with the less important first. Okay, less yeah. important is that uh, you know I I told you guys I had interviews last week, and I think I'm gonna get. 
an offer from them like soon so i'll probably have a job yeah. coming up yes <laughs> how uh, is that yeah. less important <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. i'm, I'm kind of curious to know what more the more important, important news is now is i have officially watched over uh 600 luna tvs in order <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> as of like uh yeah i think i started like a month ago so <laughs> i started from the beginning minutes. Uh, oh yeah, my I know. god! <laughs> but wait, six hundred minutes divided by six. Oh, that's ten. That's ten hours. Ten hours. Ten hours. <laughs> yeah. But, How long did it take for you to watch all that? Uh, yeah, I think I started like a month ago, and uh, okay, okay. I th- I thought you did it in like one sitting. Oh no. <laughs> okay, or at least like a weekend. Good. But, Which uh, one's your favorite? We could talk about this later. Yeah, we can. We'll we'll have a, a side special, um, we'll we'll have a, a side course, of the Luna Luna yeah, TV verse. That's incredible. Those are my life updates. Well, if you can find Stephen on social media, also <laughs> send him all your congratulations. That's amazing, dude. Uh, super excited. This is now our final episode. We no longer have time since three of us are now uh, are now fully employed. So we will only be doing monthly episodes. Just kidding. It's it'll still be weekly until we get tired of doing it every week. Okay, so it's time to rub the gunk out and open those eyes wide. They hit us once in 2017 and ju- and again just a week ago. That's right. It's the comeback of Twice with their second album, Eyes Wide Open. So I I think we should before we talk about this album we should talk about the relevance of Tuwaisu to us. I think for me I'll go last but I I want to know cuz they're relatively new. They they came out in or the, were they trainees? Oh no no sorry, it was from a competition, right? Mm-hmm. There's their start yeah, like a like a like a it, they they started off as a group of seven, or that was the the main number, and then I guess there were two other standouts trainees that just had to be part of Twice, so then they made it nine after all, and then their official debut was was it February of twenty sixteen? Was that one? T- uh, oh, that was October. Oh, was it, oh, was it? Oh, that's right, because it's the fifth year anniversary right now. Oh, wait. Yeah. Is it five years or 2015. four years? It was 2015. Five, yeah. Okay, 2015. <clears throat> but didn't when did uh, when did TT come out? Was that 2016? Or 16. 2015? October 24th, 2016. Wow. Okay. Oh, your birthday. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot. Well, I I I I'm not too familiar with their their span from 2015 to 2016, but. I will say, I, I I had been in a very long hiatus, which you guys know, and I think I alluded to in the trailer, but I think it was you, Alan Mark, who showed me twice his music video for TT, I think? Probably. I don't remember what it was. Again, that was like four years ago, but that was kind of my return to K-pop. I don't remember the last time I had seen K-pop prior to 2016, because when was 
When did Wonder Girls disband? Oh, they disbanded in 2017? I think so. Oh, oh pretty, not pretty recently. Yeah, yeah, they had a couple of comebacks um, at the end. Uh, oh, gotcha. Career. Okay, yeah. but did they take a long hiatus between... Kind like, of. 2012 to 2015 or something like that if i remember anyway yeah. during that time is when i was completely out of it i think alan mark that's when you were starting to get into like was it 17 did 17 come out no they uh, debuted in 2015 but i got into them later yeah, uh, yeah. 2015 was when i got started getting into uh red velvet and that's when the wonder girls came back also with reboot so um, that's around the time that I got back into it. So yeah, I I saw I saw TT's music video and I I I don't know I just I guess I just had never seen a, a K-pop music video like that. It did seem pretty unique, but then I started realizing like a lot of like this started becoming more of the staple of really bouncy, bright colors music that is super catchy i mean i guess that's k-pop in general but i don't know it it just started bringing me back and i started listening to more groups and i would also say that group is the reason why we were thinking about starting this k-pop podcast in the first place so that for me is the the cultural relevance of twice as a group what about you guys do you guys have any fandom for them anybody yeah I, I mean i thought i i think i got into them around the time when signal came out which mm. like that kind of wasn't my favorite song but then when i went back through their first releases i remember just thinking that like ooh ah is one of the best debut like recent debuts um at when, at the time that i heard it and then there was a time when I heard like Twice became sort of the the nation's girl group, and they kind of took on this mantle and or this title. And yeah, like I, I could kind of see why they're just this I don't know unproblematic, like very <laughs> like wholesome and cheerful group. Um, so they were like one of the groups that I had learned everyone's name after like for many there was a while when I didn't do that for any other groups but then twice came along and I felt like I had to know who these people were I still don't know everyone's names I had to (laughs) go on a fan site and see how to pronounce everyone's names just so I wouldn't uh, butcher them but I'm probably still gonna butcher them when I try to pronounce any of them yeah, this, Mark... this episode's gonna be fun then <laughs> <laughs> especially since i'm in control of the game yeah. oh. uh Mark, what aside from tt what what's another song from twice that you think is a standout overall so yeah i think it sort of ties to why i would choose uh i'm gonna say fancy out of um all of them uh because it it's tied to sort of my history with Twice a little bit because I never really got super into them. Uh, I think TT was the first thing that I saw from them because my cousin showed me that music video. 
Um, and I was like, what is this? This is wild. Um, but I also do sort of recall when like Ooh also came out um, because it was the zombie music video, but I also didn't realize it was twice at the time. Um, yeah, so I was like, okay, they're like poppy. And I kept up with them, just saw their comebacks because I've always ha- sort of had an affinity for JYPE groups because Miss A was like the first group I really got into. Um, after like um, Nobody by Wonder Girls and stuff, but um, so I kept up. Um, but yeah, like Knock Knock was like fine to me. Signal was okay to me. Um, everything from then on was like not really my cup of tea. I'm not really into like the more bubbly, um, sort of like ha- super happy type mm-hmm. uh, music. Um, but then with um though i did really like likey i did like likey and uh, <laughs> it's just catchy but i think when fancy came out that's when i sort of saw that the shift was happening when they were um sort of their image was getting more of um that one wasn't as elegant phil special was more elegant but just a bit more mature uh more um uh, like age appropriate for them uh so uh, when that transition happened, I, I, that's when I saw that sort of, um, that's when it clicked to me that like, oh no, Twice is like hella good. Um, their B-sides, um, I started listening to more of their B-sides and that's usually what draws me into a group too. So, um, yeah, I forgot which B-side on Fancy I really liked, but, um, all of Feel Special, all of those B-sides I, I loved and that's when I really got hooked into Twice. So it was definitely a lot more recent for me with them. I really like Feel Special too. I don't remember when it came out in 2019, but yeah, I, I started November. Oh, wow. Okay. So I think that the stuff that you guys brought up is great because what I was trying to allude to was the fact that with this album... They're sophomore, I guess, even though they've released a ton of EPs and mini albums. Mm-hmm. Their official second album was kind of, is going to be, it's going to be like a landmark album for them because it's overall, I felt like this was their evolution, a statement album where they're trying to say, okay, we did the whole fresh, bubbly, um, you know, bright sounding music. Now we're going to get a little bit more serious talk about themes and topics that we wouldn't normally talk about. And yeah, just have generally sounds that are more smooth, slower, like, yeah, I'm trying to think of other adjectives. I... I will generally say that I really, really enjoy this album. It's 13 tracks. It's There's a lot going on, but also not really. It's it's kind of like the same sound throughout the whole album. This idea of like maturity just keeps ringing. Uh, obviously, I can't understand any of the lyrics, but with the lead single, I Can't Stop Me, that I think that was a smart... I I mean, I'll keep saying it for every album, but they're smart to have that be kind of the statement lead single for this album 
because it kind of sets the tone for what the rest of the album is going to sound like with ideas of we are battling two sides we can't stop growing as not only a group but as humans so with I can't stop me that's just a self statement from the band or from the group saying we're going to evolve whether or not you like me whether or not you want me to so let's start off with I can't stop me I, I really like this song. Um, it was one of my favorites on the album and a great way to start off. Uh, I will say, I like. I think I watched the video as my first time hearing the song. Um, and I want to say that uh, with, like, with Likey, um, I, I, that's where I really latched onto Twice because they were taking uh, non-car forms of transportation around Vancouver. And I, I loved like, um, so like, like Nyon was biking, Jonghyun was skateboarding. Then like the, they had the rap section in, in the tram, but then in the video for this, they like cemented their status as like the K-pop transit Queens in that they were like, uh, they took a train and I, they were dancing in the train station and like a continuation of, that theme from Likey was, was huge for me. But the song itself is great. Um, even Oh, and even so saying that the, the transit queens of K-pop, um, I think this song is great, like driving at night music. It has a really cool sound, uh, like kind of 80s-ish, but with a really good chorus. And it's just a cool song. Yeah. I, 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 go oh, ahead. Sorry, yeah. You just mentioned like it's, it's 80s-ish. 80s-ish, and that's really what stood out to me. It really feels like an 80s song, but in a way that's like, oh yeah, it fits with today. Um, I feel like it's pretty recently a lot of artists had kind of been doing that, like Dua Lipa, Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, and um, yeah, so that's why like, oh, this really fits with like today's pop landscape. And it's just like so catchy in that 80s kind of way. It's like not catchy in the typical twice way where they have like a line that's like, oh, this is what you sing over and over again. It's not like Likey Likey or... Uh, yeah, it's not like that. But it's like, it's more like the melody is just works so well. It's like, it's more infectious than it is catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, yeah, it's really good. I also really like this song. I forget what song it was, but do you guys think we're heading to a sort of 80s new wave type shift in k-pop because we i keep hearing a lot of synths in these tracks i mean i don't know if again i'm coming from someone who's just recently starting to listen to k-pop again but it just seems like a lot of influence from 80s i don't know if it has to do with the people behind the song which we're i feel like we're gonna keep as long as we keep talking about jyp entertainment artists we're always going to bring up melanie fontana and uh is it michelle or michael michelle schultz sorry it's a husband and um wife duo they've done a bunch of songs for like um bts 
was it Blackpink where we were talking oh. about them? Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, but Stephen was saying there's a lot of controversy because yeah. she, apparently yeah. she's been taking a lot of credit for a lot of the songs. Is that the yeah. same person? Or am I think about uh, yeah, else? I think Melanie Fontana. Yeah, yeah, that's the same person. So I think I'll have to listen to more of her tracks, but that just might be her style, and because she is being tapped for a lot of JYP artists that just might be the trend we're going but in pop in general I think we were already heading towards the 80s like you were saying with Carly Rae Jepsen and The Weeknd mm. so yeah. I think they're just tapping into what works and right now the 80s works so I I wrote down some notes for this song because I kind of want to touch more into the, not only the lyrics, but the music video. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of thematic elements of, you know, light versus dark, good versus evil. Mm -hmm. I, if you guys read the subtitles of the song, there's a lot of discussion about them being at the crossroads, seeing the the red line in front of them and thinking about whether or not they want to cross to the other side. Mm -hmm. um, as a group, do you like seeing, do you miss kind of the, the, the likey and the knock knocks and the TT type songs, or do you want this to be kind of the new direction that twice goes and stays in? I think, I mean, I like that this is the direction they're going. I feel like it is a natural continuation from More and More. Like, because they did some, I think some tracks on More and More could fit on this album too. But I think I would be also, I would also welcome like another upbeat track like they've done before. I, I kind of think that they are the kind of, they are re they're really good at it. I would almost say they're like the masters of it, or they mastered it at least. Um, but I really liked the direction that this album went in. Yeah, I I I I don't know if it's just nostalgia that's making me because I I like. If you didn't tell me this is twice, I would have been like, "Whoa, these are incredible songs." But knowing it's twice, I think as someone who stands twice I think I am I don't know I, I went back and listened to to TT and Knock Knock and I was just like I still love these songs like yeah. they're so great like they're yeah. so good like they're exactly what I want to listen to or I guess I was in the mood to listen to them but yeah I, I not to say that I hate this album but it's just it's I, I like you were saying, Stephen. I I hope they kind of tap into both sides, kind of similar to what Blackpink does, just because they're. I didn't know they were good at this side, so. Press on, keep doing music <laughs> like this, but also. It I would love if you went back and did some old style songs. Um, yeah. Maybe not some of them, but again, <laughs> yeah. knock knock. I don't know why knock <laughs> knock for me is just. It's, I don't know, talking about 
courses for you, Stephen. Like, I once I heard knock knock again, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I was this was stuck in my head. Now it's back and stuck in my head. And like randomly, I would do the whole like shake my fist knock knocks. <laughs> anyway, um, Alamark, what do you like the direction Twice is heading? Yeah, I, th- I touched upon it in my uh, with my relationship with Twice's music. Uh, I I really love this direction. I as Stephen touched upon, it feels like a natural transition into uh, like that style. Um, I mean, the older they get, it makes more sense to do some of this type of music rather than more um, like teen crush kind of stuff, like um, Signal was and stuff like that. Um, I think they. I like Eve was a bit of that as well. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it doesn't mean I don't like those songs as well. Um, I mentioned I liked Likey. Um, and uh, Heart Shaker, actually, I really like Heart Shaker like still. Heart Shaker, that one's yeah. really good. Um, so I think they're still capable of doing that type of music too. Um, I haven't really listened to it, but um, their Japanese single that came out this year, Swing, kind of had elements of that um, upbeat, bubbly type of music too. Um, but it's still it was still like mature, but it it had those elements still. So I think they still got it. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, if you run the gamut since uh, Fancy, uh, which is still bubbly, but was the the transition song, like from Fancy to Breakthrough to Feel Special to Fake and True, um, mm-hmm. and then you know you could roll in more and more and this song into it as well. It. It's just it's so consistently good that mm-hmm. I don't want to um, I don't want to break from that momentum. That's it. That's a great point. I last week we were talking about, or I brought up the fact that I was not so impressed with Luna's choreo. Um, what a one eighty to come back to twice because watching all their routines for i can't stop me like every like live you know live performance or like dance rehearsal or whatever you know i was like okay this is what i'm this is what i'm used to or this is what i was missing because this is like intricate movements and very very intentional um what's the word gyrations there you go <laughs> <laughs> um, the core the, the chorus choreo is the chorus stands, choreo stands, is a, stands is out oh my god it's great even the very beginning it's like it's like dance team competition level uh synchronicity if, if that's even a word and it's just yeah i i like i've told you guys i appreciate any time good choreo can be mixed in to great music as well um okay do you guys have anything else to say but i can't stop me um well when you're still talking about the music video some visuals that i really liked um i think during the second verse there is that whole like hexagon looking patterns when they're flipping in and out of it Mm -hmm. i thought that was really cool that's not something you really see in like a k-pop music video I think that was just really creative. Um, Nyan. To, oh, I was going to say Steven. I'm just going to um, say Nyan. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Steven, uh, since you're the, the king of transit also, 
um how did you feel when the motorcycle crashed through oh, the window I, I, and uh yeah, landed right on I top know, of the was... uh the table do you think that was a a, a wise form of transportation i uh you know i, I am not a, <laughs> i think it's fine <laughs> it's unfortunate that it's the it it, it kind of just shows my motorcycle is maybe uh, a symbol for like destruction if somehow, <laughs> but that's how I saw it. Um, but it does also indicate like, I don't know, you're forceful. What, what was the, what did you guys get from the end of the music video where they're running, the train is trying to uh, move away from the, the cloud that's enveloping everything, mm-hmm. but then they ran out of tracks and then they kind of stopped and then the cloud kind of consumed them. I didn't write uh, anything down for that, but I just wrote that imagery down or that image down as something maybe we can explore real quickly. I don't know. Well, it's I think this music video is supposed to be a sequel to More and More. If you tie in the end of More and More to the teaser with the apple, then it uh it's sort of a continuation. So I oh, think it's sort okay, of an okay. extension of like the Garden of Eden. And I think this is like them after maybe biting the apple and doing like that original sin stuff. And then like they had to flee mm-hmm. Eden probably. That's that's what I got out of it. But also, um, yeah, I don't know. Was, <laughs> there wasn't no, yeah, that no, much in the music video curious, about it. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know. I, I was curious to, to know. Well... We have 12 other songs to tap into. This is just the very first song of the album. So we have many, many more songs to go through. Um, But until then, until we reach our B-side, we will be right back. Stay tuned. We'll catch you on the other side. Welcome back, everyone, to the B-side of this episode. As you've hopefully checked out with our first two episodes, we like to play a game after coming back from break. So Stephen had the first episode, Alamark had the second episode, and I have the third episode. It's not going to be as great as theirs, but it's still going to be a game, and it's still going to be quick because I know we have a lot of other songs to talk about, so... Just to keep up with our new tradition, we're going to play a matching game. Oh. Oh. Like a matching game, like we have to remember things or? No, 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 no. Not like that. (laughs) um, Do you guys have a piece of paper or your phone out or something you can write with? Uh, I will have my phone out. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to test your knowledge. I'm going to test your trivia. It's a very quick game. You guys are both going to play this at the exact same time. I'll give you guys a couple of seconds or maybe a minute to come up with the uh, correct matching. What we're going to do is in honor of the fifth, fourth year anniversary of TT coming out and because it's Halloween... Nope, it's no longer Halloween. <laughs> not, not when, not when this comes out. <laughs> well, when this when this episode comes out, Halloween will be a 
a thing of the past, and the U.S. elections will have happened. <laughs> so we forgot to tell people to go vote. This is so the first yeah. thing that people are going to hear after. Yeah. We- <laughs> so, so we don't know what, what the results were, and we probably still won't when this episode airs. But in honor of the Halloween time, <laughs> because we didn't have a Halloween theme last week, I'm going to go back to TT, which is a very Halloween music video, if you guys remember. It was two kids. They entered a haunted house, and then they saw the spirits or whatever ghosts that were twice. So, in honor of that video and costumes, I'm going to see if you guys remember each of the costumes every member had. (laughs) Okay. So... I'm not going to go name them one by one, but I'll give you guys every costume and I'll give you everyone's name (laughs) and you just go, you draw a line and you match them. All right. So I hope I don't mix up the costumes from (laughs) cheer up. (laughs) Okay. So, so your first, okay. I'll just start naming costumes. You tell me when I need to stop and go back, but here we go. Okay. Ice Princess, Fairy, Devil, Mermaid, <laughs> Pirate, Rabbit, Black Dressed Ghost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, how many was that? Did I give you? Oh, no, that's only last, seven. Just two more. Last? Or, oh, two more. Okay. Um, superhero? Did I give you Puppet? Nope. No. And that's nine, oh, right? Okay. I like how you're not using any of the corporate names. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that, is that nine? Yeah. Yeah, that's nine. Okay, do you need everyone's names? Because I wrote them out with pronunciations in parentheses, so I would just get them a little bit right. So I don't need them. I, I don't think I need them, but <laughs> unless you want to flex your pronunciation. I am going to yeah, flex. Yeah, it's it's going to be a measly flex. It's not even going to be like a full-on like arm flex. It's just going to be like a like a, a clench, more rather. Okay. We have Nayon, Taeyeon. I, I, I heard there's a T sound instead of a D. Taehyun. Momo. Momo. I wrote Mo with a W for the first Mo. Momo. Mina. Sana. Chongyun. Chihyo. Chui. And Cheyong. Those are all nine members, and I'm so sorry if I mispronounce any of them. So, um, okay. So I'll start with I'll start with Nahyon. Who is Nahyon? Nahyon. Yes. Wait, do we say at the same time? How are we gonna do this? <laughs> oh, that's right. Hey, hey, how do you know I'm not? gonna change that's true that's true okay okay why don't you guys just name name them out loud and we'll just do the honor roll you guys just keep keep track of your own scores okay 
okay. Wait, do you have a tiebreaker just in case? Oh shoot, no. But I'll come up with one as I'm as I'm going. Okay. All right. All right. Let's just check each other's answers. Okay. Wait, uh, how? Wait, how? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I didn't think this through. I just uh, quickly thought of that game. Okay. Why don't I... I'll just go one by one, and then okay. you tell me who, and then I'll, I'll mark if you got it right or wrong. But you can... If you want to change... <laughs> if you want to change while we're, uh, while we're talking, I, I would not fault you for that. That's just smart, smart gameplay right there. Oh, okay. we're good sports here. Okay, so at the same time, just announce who you think is is the the certain costume. So I'll go first. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll name the costume, okay. and then you just tell me the person at the same time. On three. Who was the pirate? One, two, three. Mina. Mina. Oh. Very good. Okay, that's that's one for each of you. Who was the devil? One, two, three. Nayon. Nayon. Oh man, you guys! I'm gonna need a tiebreaker. I'm gonna need a tiebreaker. Okay, who was the superhero? One, two, three. Sana. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> three for three for each of you. Okay, who was the fairy? One, two, three. Momo. Momo. Oh my god. You guys know everyone's faces better than I do. Who was... This might be an easy one. Who was the black-dressed ghost? <laughs> one, two, three. Chewy. Chewy. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, who was the ice princess? One, two, three. Gio. Gio. <laughs> I feel like Alamark's just waiting <laughs> to, to hear the sound of Alamark. Okay, this should be an easy one. These last two should be easy. So I'll start with the rabbit. I think we all know who the rabbit is, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I won't even yeah. I won't even ask you guys. And we yeah. all know who the puppet is. <laughs> okay, I'll yep. do that. In one, two, three. John. Oh man. This is gonna be a fun tiebreaker that I'm coming up with my in my head right now. <laughs> Alright. Last but not least, who was the mermaid? Three or one, two, three. Cheong. Cheong. <laughs> okay well congratulations guys you guys remembered every single person's costume from the tt music video but it wouldn't be a tiebreaker if we didn't also sorry it wouldn't be a game if we didn't have a tiebreaker so your tiebreaker hold on Coming up with it right now. Your tiebreaker. First person to answer. What were the costumes of the two kids who entered the house? Alan Mark. Alan Mark. Oh, no. <laughs> I get chance. 
Just blurt it out. Blurt it the, out. The boy was a skeleton and the girl was a witch. I think that's right. I could see them like looking up. <laughs> oh, oh man. incredible, incredible. <laughs> Lightning round right there. Congratulations, Salamar. Oh, you man. you know the TT music video very, very well. You now have two points in season oh, one. Oh, Steven will have to wait. Oh no, you you I'm the one who has zero points, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because last week was Luna. So. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so Alamar has something. two. Steven has Thanks. one. Great. I'm gonna need How's season two looking? Oh, hopefully, uh, hopefully that works. <laughs> okay, so thank you guys for playing that game. Let's get back to Eyes Wide Open. So, because there are 13 tracks, with the last two episodes, if they were short enough that we could kind of go through each of one and give our thoughts, but we don't have time for 13 tracks. So, we're going to talk about other standout tracks, tracks that surprised us, and maybe some tracks that we can just forget and move on from and don't worry about at all. So let's start out with standouts. We had talked prior to recording this episode. I told them I had two tracks. Steven had three tracks and Alamark had four tracks. But after re-listening to the album, I think I have three also. So just <laughs> so just just to be sure, I'll still go first. That way this we is can not eliminate. Including- and this is not including the title track. That's correct. not including the title track. That's oh, correct. Oh, okay. So Steven's then, like, oh, I have 13. I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I, I said well, I have three, but now I have 13. Okay. It's okay. Correct. We'll uh, we'll probably we'll we'll probably talk about one of the uh, tracks together. Yeah, so yeah. it 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 won't be it won't be too bad. Yeah. Okay. So, you know me. I like the B-sides. I tend to like the B-sides because they front-loaded with a bunch of the the ear candy. And then for the for the real reels, the, si- the B-side tends to have more of the tracks that I like. At least I've noticed that with the album and Midnight. So my standout track is track number 12, Say Something. You guys probably know that I would have naturally chose that song based on what we've talked about in the past episodes. I like New Jack Swing. I like Bruno Mars. This song has a lot of synth, a lot of um, a lot of um, um, what are some of the instruments? Uh, oh, um. It closes with a saxophone. Yeah, yes, yes, I yes, had yeah. that in my notes for sure. Thank you, thank um, you. And also, my second note about this song says, "OMG, that bass! What uh, WTF? Wow, 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 wow!" <laughs> so this I, is a standout for me because it. I don't know. Uh, I'm just again. I'm imagining like this would be a. 
Like they would wear like nice flowy suits and like have old timey microphones that they just be dancing to. And uh, what's um what's that new edition song, Alamark, that uh, you can do the choreo to? Uh oh, if it isn't love. If it isn't, yeah. So that's I, I imagine they would have that kind of background, like the Beyonce, um, love on top background, where they can just they can just that could be the music video for this song, and I would I would love it so much. And this is a standout for me. I chose this one because I could be listening. I, I've already put it not even in my K-pop playlist. I put it in my like I have a playlist called Windows Down, which just tends to be Ooh. all the the songs I always want to drive to and feel great in. And this is, this joins this. I think this is the very first K-pop song that I put in that album or sorry, in that playlist. So uh, I, you're really, uh, you're really anti-Microsoft, aren't you? Wait, what? What was that? You're really anti-Microsoft, aren't you? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Windows down. <laughs> so <laughs> never. Oh God. <laughs> okay. That's true. That's true. <laughs> sorry. Maybe sorry. That's too sorry, much sorry. Of an inside joke for us. No, no, no. It's definitely not. No, no. If you, if you, if you didn't, for our audience, I, I, my, the name of my playlist is Windows Down. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, what? Um. Anyway, as I, I, I like to drive the car and eat an apple <laughs> <laughs> while listening to my Windows Down playlist. <laughs> okay. I've been you've... doing it since '95. Just windows and me. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay. That's another, that's another Go ahead, proceed. Sorry. <laughs> Driving sorry, sorry, by sorry. a grassy hill. Yeah. <laughs> With blue skies in the background. Way Just me and my paperclip. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Sorry, that, uh, and we digress. So, I there's not much else I need to say about this track, except it bops, and it's great, and... It's groovy. It's funky. It's um, yeah. It's just it makes me want to um, get on the dance floor and just pop and lock and whatever. And, you know, those kind of feelings. Was this a standout or did this have any relevance for you guys in your lists? Like, uh, did you did you guys put it anywhere else? <laughs> like, was it a standout? Was it surprising or was it a forgettable song? I put it as my favorite song on the album. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, this okay. is my favorite number one out of all the songs. Um, it's up there. Uh, I said I had four, but then I specifically said this one as number one. And I even kind of had it as a surprising one because it's essentially a city pop song also. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like very like Japanese city pop. Um, so that's why I love that Mina starts off in that song. I think that's a um, cool touch. I don't know if it was uh, intentional, but that was cool. And uh, I also really like it, partly maybe because it was co-written by uh, a dude named E1, Jung Ho Hyun, and he also co-wrote Wonder Girls' I Feel You. So it's like super retro, super cool. Um, But yeah, this is, um, yeah, this one I definitely had up there. Okay, I... I put this as a surprising track for me. Um, I definitely wrote down that it was city pop influenced. Um, but uh, I think as a whole, uh, it wasn't, I don't know. I don't think I've enjoyed it as much as you guys. Ooh. In general, I love all of the sounds of city pop. But aside from like 
Plastic Love. There aren't a lot of mm-hmm. songs that I've, I, I've tried to listen to it, but as a genre, it, I haven't found a lot of songs that I, I really like. I like, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Yukika. She's, oh, yeah. She, yeah, she does, uh, her last album was like almost all like city pop. And it's interesting because she is Japanese, but she sings city pop in Korean, which is mm. kind of cool. But I like her songs. I really like that she's doing them, but I, I don't know. I don't really love them. And there were a lot of moments in this song that I liked, but as a whole, I didn't love either. Mm. But yeah. like, I really liked this when they were doing the the say somethings when they're in that in that part of the song, and I, it's just a little thing. But they they sing the same notes in the the second time they say sing something, but then like the chord changes, and I, I just love the way that sounds. Mm-hmm. It's so cool, but yeah, I thought there was a cool instrument that almost sounded like a theremin to me. It was like kind of the slidey mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. But there were a lot of moments in the song I liked, but I think just as a whole, it didn't work as much mm-hmm. as well for me. Yeah, this I might think be the first me... song we haven't unanimously yeah. agreed, like very agreed. <clears throat> yeah. I think the city pop part uh, for me, like I, I haven't listened to really listened to Yukika though. I'm aware, I, I know uh, who she is, but I think for me, I was mostly comparing it to other city pop I've heard in K-pop, and mm. I think that's why it stood out to me compared to that, because like um, other ones, the one that I could recall is like Yubin's Lady. That one didn't really stick oh. out to me as much, um, but then like this was sort of like, oh, it's like a, it's I don't know, it it caught my ear really really. Oh uh, well, but yeah, yeah. I, I could I could see your points though. Yeah, but I I mean I I like it. It's just not it didn't wasn't one of my standouts for the album. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you you stay true to your opinion. Don't feel the need yeah. to yeah. You can um. So this is the last episode. <laughs> we will not go over. not part of the group. We will not go over any more songs in this yeah, album. You're, you're no, you're no, your his opinion is no longer about. Well, it, uh. Since that wasn't a standout, that was more of a surprising, what was a standout for you, Steven? For me, honestly, the first... Okay, so actually the first three tracks I were my three favorites in the, the whole mm. album. Um, I, but one, uh, I really liked Hell in Heaven. I, I think it just sounds so cool like the percussion on that is is pretty cool like you don't hear those kinds of drums as often they were more like like hand drums i think and uh like this oh yeah it's just very like percussive in general they're like it sounded like a plucked string instrument or a muted guitar that i thought that sounded really cool um and then there were great like dynamics in the vocals and overall the the whole feeling of the song uh, it was just really i i loved it i i remember going through that song and just imagining like 90s britney spears christina aguilera just like i don't know if i don't know what song that was where she was dancing with a snake what was that slave for you slave for you um I, I again I, I like to when I listen to these songs I tend to imagine what the music video is going to look like to kind of help me imagine the feel that they're trying to go for and that's the kind of like 
I, I agree with you. I I didn't have this as a standout. Um, again, this entire album was amazing. So I I didn't want to be I didn't want to just say oh all twelve tracks were standouts, but this definitely would have been something I put if I had unlimited standouts to <clears> mark <throat> down. And I I agree with you. It's it's I don't think I I couldn't even. So usually when I again when I listen to songs I can kind of guess the inspiration or or kind of the influence i had no idea where to tie this this sounded like brand new like like you were saying these are drums that don't normally get um composed or mixed with for tracks and so it's just yeah i agree i agree that this is a great standout yeah uh, i don't have too many notes on this though i do really like this song um i the my one probably biggest note is I love the fake drop into the first chorus, where it just drops all the percussion. Because usually you expect the opposite, especially in K-pop. But yeah. I always love um, an opposite drop where everything drops out actually, and just vocals and maybe yeah. like one other musical element. I thought that was cool. But then keeping the percussion in the second chorus really helped. Like the pace, it had really helped with the pacing of the song. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really like this song, but it's not one of the four that I chose. Oh, well, wow. <laughs> well, we have very different views for this album, which is great. It provides a lot of commentary, and we just don't say the same things over and over again. So, yeah. <laughs> have we knocked out? Did we only knock out one of your four? Do you have three other I ones have, we haven't talked uh, about? Yeah, three other ones. Wow. Well, okay. one of them, Stephen alluded to it. So you said that the okay. first three tracks are your favorites. <laughs> Uh, number three, up no more, was That's one of me. my other ones. That was my second. Yeah. That's my oh, second okay, one. So we are alive. <laughs> okay, we're back. We're back, guys. We're back. We, can yeah. be, we can be back to the podcast. So, okay, so we could so we could unanimously say that this is the best song on the album <laughs> since agree. all three. Of there you go. Yeah. Um, well, Almark, do you want to give a shout out to who wrote this song first? Oh, shout out. Uh, wait, uh, oh, wait, so no, I know the lyrics looks... The lyrics were written yeah. by Jiho. I know that. And yeah. shout out to Jiho. I think she was like my first bias with this group. Yeah. But it kind of grew into Nyon over time. Um, but I mean, this is like a disco as hell song, and it's cool. It's like super cool. Um, <laughs> but even though like it's disco and like fun. Um, I was reading the lyrics, and it's kind of like heavy, in a way. Uh-huh. Um, I don't, I didn't write down any of the lyrics, so I can't read them back out to you. But it was, um, but yeah, I really like the song. The melody is super catchy. Honestly, this song could be another title track if um, if it was on a different album. Um, yeah. But yeah, the second part of the chorus is very good. I noted that, and the bass in the verses is just a. Uh, chef's kiss yeah it's so good and the and the the guitar in the chorus is perfect to help set that disco type of mood um but yeah it's like if um i can't stop me wasn't the title track i could easily see this one being a title track yeah i love the way that the song just started with like i don't know if it was like synthy strings or like keyboard strings but i love that sound and then kind of like what you were saying with the drums in in hell in heaven I liked in the rap section, like 
we had the requisite slower drums, but then they dropped out also in the like before it goes back. So I I like when they do that, and it just it's not well, it's not like a cookie cutter type of song. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the the I I love this one too. And shout out Gio too. Yeah. So I again I this this album at the time <laughs> recording only came out two days ago. So like I'm like going back and re-listening to the songs and I'm like, oh yes, that song. Oh, I love oh god, yeah, that's right, that's right. And for me again, I'm so sorry if I keep alluding or I keep using this as a crutch. But everything I mean, music half of music I feel like is feeling the need to like move your body and everything like that. And this is like per, like going alluding to the disco. This is perfect for like tiktok roller skaters just that shot of mm-hmm. them going down venice beach or something like that like this would be a perfect song to to accompany that with so you tiktokers by me saying you tiktokers that has just severely aged me <laughs> um but anyway you e-girls and e-boys make sure to use this this oh nope still not working okay i'll I'll stop i'll stop i'll stop uh aging myself okay well it was no surprise that i'm old and i'm not i'm not (laughs) hip with it but there are some tracks in this album that did surprise me and one of them I don't think the beginning was as surprising as the direction it took halfway through the song. And I'm curious if you guys have any notes for track number 10, Handle It. Because that, to me, surprising, when I when I attached the word surprising, it wasn't overall like this track came out of nowhere it's the moment it's it's just a song that like took me in a new direction that i was didn't know i was going to be taking and that i didn't know twice could take me in and it, it's halfway through it's when they kind of they get to like the um the, the when they get into the uh like the triple quadruple harmonies and like it's kind of like when the tempo the, there's like a down t- the tempo goes down and then they do like a whole um uh alternative r&b style where it's just like um new jazz and it's just um it's just like wavy as hell and that to me was surprising because i was not expecting any of that in this album at all and when it hit me i was like "Ooh!" i was like cooking you guys heard me cooking earlier i, I had to like stop me like oh okay i'm writing this down right now as this surprised me and it makes sense there's a lot of people on this track musically but one of them is mnek yeah uh yeah i was yeah. gonna mention that yeah and it made perfect sense once i yeah. read that he had credits to the song and um shout out to that guy because he is he's low-key like one of my favorite recent artists just smooth soul singer and so anyway it made sense and if you go if you guys and whoever's listening go back and listen to this song just really pay attention to the 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 um the scale or just the 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 way they just kind of flow through each note up and down 
harmonies are intertwined all throughout. It's it's just it's very pleasant to the ears, and so I was not ready to experience that, which caught me off guard. Um, I am curious to know if you guys have any other notes for handle it. Handle nope. It was one of my other four songs that oh, I chose okay. as well. So I okay. really like Handle It. Um, I think I actually had it second. Um, wow. Yeah, I really like Handle It a lot. I think from an oh. album standpoint, like in the album itself, I think it was placed perfectly because everything before that was so like high energy um, that like I really needed, I felt like I needed a break at that time. So Handle It really came in at the right time. Um, when you're talking about a full album wise um, the chorus is just very satisfying you touched upon that with like the harmonies and everything um, yeah the second pre-chorus I wrote with the keys I like that a lot I don't remember what it sounds like right now but I remember being really into that um, and uh, shout out to Che Young for writing these lyrics yeah. I wrote but, down yeah. Nord Keyboard because it's just Ooh. that oh sorry nord synth like that yeah. is just the every time i hear that sound i just think of somebody with that red keyboard and just like <laughs> going up and down just like i think that was yeah. what my note was yeah yeah so oh, so good so steven okay. um, I... sorry but you are no longer the third <laughs> member we um we have, okay. just, we have just conclusively I... figured out that um alan mark and i have the same style <laughs> and you need to get out <laughs> Okay. Okay. I did not. Okay. I did not put this in any category. Um, I thought it was just a a good song. Not. I I like it, and it's not. But it wouldn't surprise me either. The the notes I had were uh, I I liked the in the there's like a second guitar that they use, and I liked the tone of that one. It was more like a jazz guitar tone, mm-hmm. which I really liked. That came on a little like I think around the same time as the keys do. Yeah. Um, but then I also wrote that I liked the first half of the song more than the second Whoa. half. Whoa! Yeah, in like really? complete opposite. Wow. I don't. Maybe I'll have to go back, but I, I specifically did, wrote oh, down man, that. Oh how note. did you not? How how did you not like melt? Like I, once the halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. I have like... to take what you said and then go back to the song <laughs> because I, I if I wrote this down, it must mean there was something I just preferred about. Way. It must be because you're you're a sucker for just like three instrument songs where like <laughs> yeah, one of them is a guitar. I, I get overwhelmed like, very easily. <laughs> yeah, but if it's just just you know someone singing three instrument guitar, maybe light percussion. <laughs> but yeah, right around like fifty seconds in, that's when like the the meat I, of the song I hits. Yeah, when that came in. But then I don't I don't know. There's something towards the end that uh, I it wasn't it didn't make it better for me. Well. You know what? I guess you can't handle it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> this episode's all about wordplay today. All right. Um, and to no surprise, Steven has the opposite opinion of Alan Mark and I, but maybe, maybe we do share one of your surprising opinions. Uh, what was the, was there okay, any surprising uh, tracks for you, Steve? Yeah, for me, uh, the, the song before Handle It, Shot Clock, that was surprising to me. Oh, um, no. Just, uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Not, I didn't, I also, I guess I didn't love it either, but I appreciate that was on the album with the way mm. they have like the marching band sound. I, I, I appreciated that it was there. Um, 
but then, like again i didn't think it was that great of a song i guess i was also thinking of the cheer up video and like they could just pull out those uh, outfits again the, the jackets um, yeah uh and then i had a note where where they go it reminds me of i got a boy when they do ayo, ayo. but then um <laughs> i that i don't know but uh, yeah, this was just another surprise for me, like mostly with the, the marching band and like the, the snare, that snare sound. Um, yeah. I feel so bad because I put that song in my forgettable. Oh, okay. <laughs> and oh, so that's I'll, I'll touch upon that later on, but let, when we go and talk about what, <laughs> what I'll probably not listen to, mm-hmm. it's probably shot clock, but yeah. But we'll we'll talk about that either. later, but uh, Alan Mark. Um, oh, I don't I, really have any notes on this song, honestly. No, no, no. I was going to say, like, what, what are your surprises? Um, so I have one surprise on here, though I technically labeled Say Something Also as a surprise, but mm-hmm. um, I labeled Believer as a surprise on my list. Uh, <laughs> I, <see Steven> <laughs> I think this one mostly because looking at the title... I wasn't really expecting much out of it. I think I judged a song by its uh, song title, like a book by its cover. But um, but I was actually surprisingly liked it more than I thought. Um, and I think the more I listened to it, I ended up liking more, it more and more. Um, I think mostly because this is probably more of personal taste. It reminds me of um, songs by artists like Rationale and S.G. Lewis. And I'm really <laughs> like... They're artists I've been really into these past several years. So it kind of made me reminiscent of that. And that's not, um, I don't know how much you hear of that, like kind of synthese type um, sound in K-pop, but it stood out a bit to me. It kind of like the rhythm was a bit New Jack swingy. Like Mm -hmm. if Cameo maybe did music today, it might sound like this. Um, But yeah, and I thought the, I thought the synths were mixed really well too in that. Um, and also another note, which probably is a reason why I liked it too, is that it was actually co-written by um, Kenzie, who's actually mostly an SM uh, mm-hmm. entertainment writer. Um, but she's consistently wrote a lot of songs in the past couple of years that I've really liked. So it kind of made sense that this caught my ear. Um, I, yeah. I've been finding that I, I probably just need to listen to more songs written by korean producers but i've been finding a lot of the songs that i like have not been produced they've been produced uh offshores so like either america uh london or you know british uh producers Yeah. yeah so it's just like i it's it's nice that we take a look at who is behind the music because we can probably correlate a lot of our interests with that and um to the notion of who wrote the song, the producers of this song, of Believer, uh, was LDN Noise, which is a British duo, and they've, um, I haven't really heard much from them, but that's, that's just me touching to the fact that this is not produced by somebody from Korea or JYP. Um, um, and so I, I talked about it with Blackpink, and I think Luna also... I do appreciate any time they tap in outside mm-hmm. um, outside help just to give more of a fuller sound to the whole album itself so it doesn't sound a lot like, you know, 
I Can't Stop Me, because, which, or I forget what song it is, but there's like that signature JYP French horn, just like loud blaring. I guess Blackpink has it too. But but yeah, you you can t- t- typically tell if it's a JYP produced song or, you know, so I appreciate that. Um, okay, now my favorite part. <laughs> Do we have any forgettable songs? Should I go first? Should I go back to what I said about Steven's song? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Please. Okay, uh, I'll switch it up. After after me, I'll go with you, Alan Mark. We'll, we'll end with you, Steven, because I'll be curious to know. Okay. Um, so, Shot Clock, I wrote as my forgettable song. And the only reason why was because I, I initially was going to put it as my surprising song, but... As I kept listening to it, I started realizing, like, I don't really like this song so much. And I think the only reason why was it sounded like it would belong in that scene in High School Musical (laughs) where, sorry, where uh, Zac Efron is telling all of his teammates to get Shahed in the game. And they're like dribbling and doing all that stuff. And so it's it very much sounded, it was reminiscent of that song. And I think I couldn't shake that imagery out mm-hmm. of my head. And then the more I kept listening to Shot Clock, it was very like instructional as far as like, um, again, I don't know if I'm just mixing up Get Your Head in the <laughs> Game to Shot Clock. Like, did they say phrases like hold the ball or uh, I don't know, something. Anyway, that's the only reason why it's forgettable is because I, again, going back to when I was listening to it recently, I was cooking and I also had to stop and go like, ugh, next, I don't, I'm, no, no, I don't, yeah. I don't want this. Uh, I, and I, you I you were kind of saying that too, right? Like it's surprising, yeah. but not like a memorable. I, I don't, I feel like I will skip this if it comes on, but it, is it was just a surprise to me with yeah, yeah. The, the the like the sounds they went with. All right, Alan Mark, what are you forgetting? Um, I am most likely forgetting "Do What We Like." Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, for me, it sounds dated. Even though a lot of these songs are like you know take a lot of influence from the past, like the '80s you mentioned, disco, New Jack Swing. Um, but do what we like sort of takes back from only like 10 years ago. And I feel like if you do that, it feels like dated to me. Uh, the buildup especially, I think was very like feels of, um, like college times for like back when we were in college. Yeah. But it wasn't done in a way that felt fresh to me. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a song I would skip though. I do feel bad because Sana wrote these lyrics and, um, Sana's just adorable. So. I feel That's bad. what I wrote. I wrote EDM sauna. That's all I wrote for these notes. Uh, I have okay. no notes for that because that was also one of my forgettable ones. But... <laughs> okay. I think we saved the best for last. Steven. <laughs> okay. I... What do you have amnesia of? There are two songs that I could choose from. Uh, and I'm going to go with the one that I think is going to be more controversial. Yes, do it. <laughs> do it, do it, do uh, it. My forgettable track is the last song on the album. <gasps> what? And I How dare you. feel bad because the lyrics are by oh, Haynes. Yeah, Haynes is so good. And music by, <laughs> by, by Dua Lipa. <laughs> yeah. So 
this I I had no other notes than the credits and uh, <laughs> I don't know why I guess yeah this one just didn't maybe it fell a little flat for me but I put this as forgettable I didn't write any notes for the other forgettable songs I had so yeah that was mine and uh, I welcome your comments we talked about how in episode 100 we will all only have antis listening to our podcast <laughs> i think we have just cemented yeah. episode three as yeah. the as the I'm, episode where we only have antis so i'm the co- i'm the controversial <laughs> <laughs> that's a surprise to me honestly i thought i you know i i've been i've been trying to be like the not not really try to be but i i definitely have differencing opinions so it's it's fun to hear you steven as the controversial one uh before we leave eyes wide open do you guys have any other statements you want to make about it i think overall it is a fantastic album it's long i mean they're all pretty long uh, twice as albums but i i overall like the new storyline the new direction they're taking with this group the sign of maturity and yeah i think I think, well, I mean, we can touch upon it real quick. Um, if you go watch any current videos, you might notice there's only eight members dancing. Um, good on them to actually take care of their members because uh, Chung Yun is currently inactive due to some personal um, issues. And so naturally, um, we are, as a group, sending all our love and support Mm-hmm. for full recovery but i think just the fact that that i i, I don't want to use it as like a a way to elude my to, to i don't want to use it as a a way to tie in what i want to talk about but i think we're sh- like we're seeing signs where they're not the you know they're not the perfect girl group like they have things to go through they have uh conflicts troubling um again maybe this is just the direction that the the jyp wants them to take so i don't know maybe a lot of this is fabricated but i think if it whether or not it's fabricated it's a very natural and smart and um it'll help for the testament of the group to really show that they're not the same they they can adapt and become better and more mature with their sound and lyrics and yeah i i uh, i definitely applaud this album whatever you guys want to say um i'll go um but yeah i i I mean, tying on just with the album, I mentioned the Twice's growth, the um, natural transition into this sort of style of music, uh, more, I don't want to keep saying the word mature, because it's not necessarily mm-hmm. just mature, but it's um, just a, it's just them growing up and their music growing up with them. Uh, it's really good. Um, I did really like this album, though I feel like it's not fair of me, because I feel like Ever since Feel Special, any Twice album that comes out after that, I'm going to compare to Feel Special because mm-hmm. that that mini album is no skips at all for me. So um, 
yeah, I think I'll want more of that. But it's also, it's also not fair. It's like half as many songs. So um, it's obviously not going to like every song in this album. Um, we vaguely touched upon it. But yeah, um, I'm, this continues to make me, make me really excited about what Twice has to offer in the future as well. Um, you know, they're, um, yeah, they're all like adults um, living in this world, love, falling in love, all that stuff. So it's nice having the music reflect on that. And yeah. Also, I want to note is uh, behind the mask. My only note of that song is that a pandemic song? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. That's my only Ooh. note. Besides the writing, is that a pandemic song? It's very of the time. But oh. that's yeah, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I I I think you can you can claim it as a pandemic song. I think yeah. that's okay. Um, yeah, very literal. Yeah. Well, but to Steven, it's forgettable, so. <laughs> yeah, you just see me walking around. Masked. Yeah, without a mask. <laughs> huh? Okay. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, a lot of my, I think I would echo a lot of what Alan Mark just said. Um, I think this album is very cohesive in terms of the, the sound. Um, and I think, like, they had, they used a lot of more, like, electronic music in previous releases that weren't quite as evident here or and they went for i think more like retro sound and i really liked that choice for this album um i'm also just really excited to see where they go uh but i think that's still they, they're still going to promote this i would like to see uh what other like videos come out of this i would be interested if they do anything with Queen, I would like to see choreo for this. Um, like, but, and I'm happy that uh, a lot of the members uh, got like lyrics credits on this album. And again, I, I always love when when members aren't really involved in the songwriting process too. So, uh, I I thought this was great. Even just like the the things I said earlier, I I like things, but. Uh, just certain things weren't that great for me, but um, yeah, uh, twice I think is still kind of they're at the top of their game still, and yeah, excited for what they do. It, it they kind of like reinvented themselves. Um, well, not really, but you know, they keep reinventing themselves, so they they always seem fresh. Um, just real quick, just to go back to behind the mask again. Mm-hmm. You, are you gonna listen to that song thrice, Stephen? <laughs> no, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't. As a thrice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, so I'm just putting my app back on. Okay, let me do the outro right now. All right, looks like our fun is closing up soon. So let's do one last call. Alan Mark, last call. Uh, thank you all. Um, yeah, thanks for listening to us. Hope if you made it this far into this episode, thank you. <laughs> I love that this was our most, uh, um, the most divisive one so far. Yeah. So that's really fun. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, thank you twice for this album. Uh, get well soon, Jonghyun. And um, yeah, this is 
I mean, I'm having really fun, a lot of fun doing this podcast, and I'm excited to do more of these. Um, there's a lot of good music out there. It may not sound like it, like it may not sound like it from us sometimes, you know, saying that there's some forgettable songs, but honestly, it's music, so you're gonna come across that a lot. Yeah, maybe but it's I'm just excited a, to go over a lot. Maybe of it's things, just ahead so. of its time, and we'll come back and <laughs> want to listen yeah. to it again. We'll find out what it is behind that mask. I'm going to name that the the name of this episode. <laughs> Behind the Mask Singer? I don't know. You'll wait like 50 minutes for the payoff when you start the episode. <laughs> like, why is it called that? I thought we were listening to Eyes Wide Open. All right, Stephen, last call. Yeah, just thanks everyone for, for listening so far. Um, I uh, don't have that much else to say. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's all. And get well <laughs> soon, Jungyun. Awesome. Uh, to echo what Steven said, thank you everyone so much for listening. We are a small but proud production that is just happy to be able to share our love of K-pop. Please make sure to check out our other episodes and leave us any ratings or reviews on your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us on all the socials at How You Can Eat. You can even email us how you can eat at gmail.com. It has been our pleasure being your leaders and to the future generation, we know you are watching our every move. So, so long, stay safe and see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>